0: Those bull chicks are here to slay. Stop what you're doing, plugging and play. Those bull chicks will make your day. So stop what you're doing and say, those bull chicks. Hey guys, <laughs> it's Carly and I again. We're here for part two of our alopecia awareness episode. Um, We're going to kind of tie off last episode. We were going over mental health and psychological impact on alopecia and what it has on people. So we're going to kind of close off the first one with the beginning of this and then we're going to jump into a lot of cool information we found. So I know Carly was kind of talking at the end <laughs> that I cut her off so I'm gonna <laughs> let her finish her thoughts right here.
1: <laughs> All right yeah so before we were talking a little bit about um, treatment um, with alopecia and how when you go to the are you're, you're kind of struck with this diagnosis and the only options you're given are prescription options whether that yeah. be injections steroid creams etc cetera, etc cetera. and i wanted to ask you because you might have heard of this and you're a little bit more familiar possibly um i've been a little bit off of social media yeah. when it comes to treatment options but i've seen some folks going through the new there's like a new medication yeah. that apparently helps out and has yeah. and i've seen you know results from those people on a personal level it's not like an ad that's just being spit out right yeah right but I don't know too much about it. Do you have, like, have you looked up any information about yeah, that? Yeah, I, know one I of them have. Is,
0: it's Omni? There, yeah, there was a couple of people, too, that reached out and that I followed that said that they have been on the treatment. There is two. There's one. Let me mm-hmm. see. Let me get this right. I think it's Monoxil or. Okay. Hold on. Let me look it up. Let's see. There is the Omni. trying to do my homework beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I should have had this pulled up. Okay, let's see. So this says, ooh, I don't know how to say this, ambulamin, mm-hmm. something like oh, that. That's the, okay. that's the main one. And then there was a second one that came out and it's called, mm-hmm. so this is the first one. It was an oral treatment called, mm-hmm. <laughs> man, these names, ridalsibinib. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but it's, it's that's the real name. Yep. And there's like Barsa or something like that. Which are the, jack um, inhibitors. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. That's the like so Illuminant, I'm assuming it's how it's pronounced, is yeah. like the, the brand name for that. Or like yes. a you know, brand name for that one. For the jack inhibitor. Yep. So,
0: yeah. I've seen actually yeah. a couple of people that said, obviously in the beginning, not much change for the first couple of months, which Obviously, your body's probably trying to just get used to it and recognizing it and what's going on. But Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people that I know that I've seen on social media, they have growth like buzz and hair and stuff like that. But I did see what was really interesting in all the research I looked at, too. It did say you're going to have to continue treatment. You can't yep. get off of it and then mm-hmm. it's repaired. Mm-hmm. It, this has to be like a lifelong thing if you want yes. to So that. So Exactly. That's why yeah. I was a little worried about it because I'm like, ooh, do I want to be on medication for the rest of my life? Yeah. Some of the side effects for
1: some folks have been a little bit shaky too. I've heard like mostly good things, but yeah. then, that, you know, seeing real people post these things about their side effects. It's a little bit more alarming. Um, And then also issues with insurance covering it. So just just something to keep in mind if you're like thinking about that. And then, you know, if if your insurance can cover, apparently it's extremely expensive. So it's us,
0: Us with alopecia really (laughs) just, even with wigs too, not just medication with wigs, Yeah, insurance doesn't cover it for me. Super expensive,
1: right? Oh yeah, yeah. Insurance won't cover any of that. And that's why And that was another reason for like rejecting the treatments, like the steroid treatments when I had been getting them. Um, Of course, now it might be a little bit different, but of course, this is 13 years down the line. It's on the line. My mindset towards it is a lot different than it was then. Right. so I know a lot of folks have asked others, like, you know, if there's if there's a treatment, would you get it? And, you know, that's a personal question. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, <laughs> but absolutely. everyone has yeah. their
1: reasons for saying, of course, I would. But what's the catch? And if yeah. that's the kind of the case with some of these new treatments. It's like, OK, yeah, it seems like it's working for a lot of people. But what's the catch for me personally? Um, yeah. whether that be financially, um, even yep. medically, like, is it is it worth is it worth like, it? being right. susceptible to certain illnesses and whatnot?
0: absolutely yeah. you know what's funny too is my answer to that question could be different on any day mm-hmm, it could be mm-hmm. like one day where I don't really care about my alopecia I'd be like no I don't yeah, really care yeah or it could be where right in the beginning when I started I think this was probably four or five months ago where mm-hmm. my alopecia my patches just started going like yeah I've never seen before and I had some tough days where I just once again swore it I was swearing it up and down because I was like I don't know if I do this like how am I able to be able to do this for the rest of my life like yeah what the heck what were the cards I was playing? what happened in life yeah Yeah. you know what I mean but then now today I'm like oh (laughs) I don't really care so it's so weird I mean it could be different any day I could want it or not want it so yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why it's hard for me to commit to something like that. Cause I'm like, what if I regret it? What if I didn't yeah. want to do it? What if I get sick or some other illness? because exactly. of it? I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it's a good point to make. And you know, I was offered a treatment maybe like five or six years ago. I went to a dermatologist just for answers. Like I said, Hey, I already know I have alopecia areata. You don't need to tell me. I don't want this in this treatment, but can you tell me anything about underlying causes or anything like that? How's the research progressed over the last 10 years? And they couldn't give me a single answer, but they offered me a treatment that was, I don't know, exactly which treatment it was, but they said, oh, like it could, you know, increase the chance of malignant cell growth. And that did not sound good to me. <laughs> it's like, okay. I, <laughs> I'd rather be patchy or bald than have that like side effect. Yes, I don't think it's absolutely. worth it at that point, but they did. Of course they didn't push it on me. They were just like, Hey, this is available. If you want to be a part of this trial, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm all right. And I ended up leaving a 15 minute appointment with an alopecia areadotaginosis, <laughs> which is, Really silly. Yeah, right. Um, I already knew that and you I already, already had know. an official diagnosis. Yeah, I already knew. So it was, you know, not really worth it. But these were some top experts in the field, apparently. And I was a little disappointed because this is where we still are in this field. Of it kind of seems and- just
0: like stagnant. Like it hasn't really done. Uh, it, yes, anywhere. it's
1: very stagnant. And, mm. and it was because it's not considered life threatening. I don't know as much about the research as others, but there might be some links to other autoimmune conditions. Um, And something I'm finding out, like my family is riddled with autoimmune conditions. So um, there's definitely, I mean, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if there's anything new that has come out about any of
0: that. You Um, know what's interesting too? I was going to say a part of, you know, the new drugs, the FDA approved drugs that are coming out for Areata uh, which is funny because mm-hmm. they specifically say severe alopecia areata is what it's for. It's not for okay. people with universalis. It's not for people with totalis. You have to have severe AA. Yeah. So I think that's interesting. But I think if I tried it, I'd be scared for the psychological impact. If I just start growing hair and I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, my hopes are up. I'm growing on my hair back. Right, right. And then it just stops working. And what if? Yep. I start losing more hair. What if it Mm -hmm. makes it into universalis or totalis? What if I don't have areata anymore and it progresses it? Yeah. Yeah. All of that psychologically. I don't know if I want to put myself through that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. I mean, there's, and it's anxiety
1: inducing is what it is. Amazingly anxiety inducing. And that, like you said, that false hope of like growing some hair and then losing it again. Like we already deal with that. As it is day on, to my, day. I mean, it's not, a, it's not daily. Uh, yeah, it's day to day, but then like, but those patches come and go over months and months Absolutely. and years and years. And so, I remember, you know, post getting, you know, I got tattoo on the side of my head, and then all of that hair grew back, and I was like, wow, that's interesting, but yeah. kind of cool, I guess. I still yeah, shaved right. it so I could see the tattoo, and then, of course, and then suddenly it started falling back out again, and then that so that same like cycle, and I was like, well you know, confirms, you know, my reasoning for getting a tattoo. But then after that, I was like, wait, this is coming out way more than last time. And then the cycle continues and oh, it happens the same know. thing with the back of my head. So it's that. And then you have to wonder, like, do I want to go through that cycle again and again and again, which is why well, I mean, even the medication could cause that, too. Oh, you don't yeah. know you would have to be on it. Forever and what if it changes? What if there's something eventually that comes out and says, Hey, this is recalled for X, yep. Y, and Z. Well, um, I I just saw yeah.
0: you just reminded me of something. There was someone, mm-hmm. I can't remember who it was. I probably wouldn't put them on blast anyway, just for their privacy reasons. But I remember I stumbled across an account right when that first got approved, or people were on the trial. I think it was people were on okay. the trial. I saw some yeah. people that were posting on the trial and she had ama- amazing growth. Like I've never seen yeah. before. I was like, whoa, she just had hair coming out everywhere. And she was so happy about it. And I think she went on the trial for as long as it was. And she said, okay, I'm going to continue this. It got FDA approved and she wanted to continue it. And then it mm-hmm. all went away, all of yeah. it. And she said, I don't oh know if gosh. I can do this again. Like this, that is just tragic to just, me that yeah. I had all my hair back. And then it all went away. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> right. you feel like you've made progress and you feel like it's
1: done and it's not. And that, that's kind of that feeling that's stripped away every single oh, time. And like you said, right. the psychological effects are like pretty wicked, pretty wild because,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. And I try to describe that part of it to people. I'm like, well, sometimes I can rock it, so to say. People are like, yeah, hey, yeah, you, you do well. I'm like, well, sometimes I do well, but in reality, it's not, they're not all great days, yeah. which is why I'm like, Therapy is going to be a continual thing for the rest of my life. I'm going to be for all the reasons, not just for alopecia, but oh, I'm going absolutely. to be doing this just for, life. forever. Yeah. For life, exactly. It's yeah. healthy in general, but like mm-hmm. I've, I've got things yeah, <laughs> that right. I got to take care of. I've <laughs> got things. And so, <laughs> but the alopecia ties into all of those things. My, you know, body image issues from an abusive relationship tie yeah. into, like, alopecia ties into all of that. Everything. It's pretty, pretty wild. And, um, yeah. Like how it's, you know, it'll impact people for the rest of their lives. So it's not just you maintain it and then it's done. It's right. constant. It's going to be constant. Absolutely. But those conversations do get easier. And that's, I know, another cliche. I know I mentioned this before, like in the other episode that it it does get easier, but it does as you continue to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Shutting yourself off is, I you know, that's a coping mechanism for a lot of people, but um, it's not always good in the long run to do it. So whether Absolutely. you're talking to people like in your life, your support system or therapy, therapy need, or just mental health services need to be more accessible generally. It
0: speaking. should be one of the main things that is suggested yeah. when people get diagnosed. Cause Absolutely. it's so, it's so important. It's such a key yeah. factor of you yeah. working through stuff because- yeah, And be
1: covered too. It needs to oh, be covered. Like, yes. <laughs> come on. 100%. <laughs>
0: yeah. I know. I mean, like one person that, I love is Allison Mann she mm-hmm. is a therapist and she specifically mm-hmm. wants to be a therapist for people with hair loss and I think that yeah. is huge yeah I think that is so yep. huge because there's a ton of people I know that want to go to therapy or have talked mm-hmm. about going to therapy or even said they didn't want to because the person they would talk to the therapist they would get didn't have hair loss so they didn't get it yeah
1: so yeah. I think that's yeah right
0: that she is, is kind huge. of focusing on that yeah
1: yeah, I agree. The work she's doing is wonderful. Like Incredible. Oh and that's it's so important. No one I know of is, is doing it. So it's, right.
0: It besides her. Yeah. So that's it's like, so needed. So needed. Yeah. Because like
1: I already have had therapists that have all been women, so I could relate to, you know, they can relate to me and I can relate to them. Yeah. But taking this to the next level, it's like, you know, you know, you can talk about body image issues in so many different ways but alopecia is just on a different it's It's a a, plane it's completely different place like you're like what how do I even manage this
0: I have I I was an adult when I got alopecia so Mm -hmm. before I got alopecia I know what it's like to have body image issues before I had hair loss Mm -hmm. so I know both before I had hair loss and after Mm -hmm. I had hair loss Mm -hmm. and it is two different lions (laughs) lions <laughs> it's yeah, two yeah. it's two different it's monster head really yeah. it really is because it's body image issues but then on top of it I feel like a whole nother layer is alopecia so like I, I already be. had the body image issues but then uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. you got hair loss now so exactly. good luck dealing with that <laughs> like have fun and it
1: stacks it just stacks on top of it because it changes the way like once again your, your entire appearance and that's not you know, it's not something that's imagined. You're like, wow, I look in the mirror and I'm different today. Like yeah. that's, that's alarming. It's it different. Is. Um, and, um, and I want yeah. I wanted
0: to say this part too, that mm-hmm. I saw that was really interesting, obviously on the topic of mental health and psychological yes. impact. Recent research has begun to highlight the psychological impact on people mm-hmm. with hair loss, mm-hmm. as well as the importance of recognizing this condition and providing proper resources such as counseling or therapy, which I thought was interesting. Okay. Recognizing signs of mental health struggles in people with alopecia is crucial in understanding the experiences of people with this condition. A study in the Journal of Patient-Reported Outcomes sought to answer this question using an interview that was developed with expert clinician input. Patients with AA described the initial diagnosis of alopecia as traumatizing, devastating, and terrifying and that hair loss in areas visible to others were most psychosocially burdensome. Mm -hmm. These findings supports the results of previous studies, which has also found AA to be emotionally devastating and to have a large impact on self-esteem and social confidence, which goes back to social phobia and everything. But I thought this article was interesting, and I'll put all the links to all these articles in this episode description, but I thought this was interesting because it was saying, basically, that when you get diagnosed, it's more about the counseling and therapy than mm-hmm. the treatment. And I was like, yeah, I've never seen absolutely. an article talk about that, so I was super hopeful and happy about that. Just because, man, that's so key. You know, it's just please link that. Please, I will. I'll I, link all I, that, these. Yeah, I think I may have
1: seen like a little blue headline about it, and I, I definitely want to dive into it because that is that just hits the nail on the head because. Like I know, we've said it multiple times. We've gone through that trauma of going to a dermatologist, and they just—they don't know what to say. They shove. I mean, that's their. I mean, it's it's their job. It's how they're trained. It's what they're told to do because the resources aren't available even for them. So now, this research is is coming to light that showing that importance and hopefully hopefully Ugh. the tides will change a little My bit. My fingers are crossed. I, yeah. yeah.
0: My fingers <laughs> yeah, are crossed. Absolutely. Yeah. We're gonna switch the conversation though, mm-hmm. since it was the end of the first episode.
1: <laughs> I know <Okay>. we're <laughs> talking
0: forever, but we do have a lot of information too that's pretty cool that we found. When I was researching about health and science when it comes to alopecia, mm-hmm. I did find that there was a study out of the University of California paving the way for future advanced therapies to combat hair loss. The study says Mm -hmm. that they may be on the path towards finding a molecular therapy to combat male or female pattern hair loss. Researchers found there may be a process found in hairy moles that can help stimulate hair growth in people who have lost their hair and then more study is needed as early research has only been on mice obviously but that kind of makes sense because if you think why are moles hairy why is it growing hair they kind of study it and it's like oh let's put this to the test with the rest that's of your body
1: interesting Whoa, isn't that weird I don't know why, that is. why can't I have just just moles on my head yeah like, right what's going on here because like I have a lot of hairy moles what's going on yeah right isn't that interesting I thought
0: that was so that's wild. wild That's it that's sense. an interesting
1: study yeah that, how interesting like um, who was wow. just
0: sitting there and And said, Wait a minute. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I know. And I've talked to some like Like micro molecular folks in the past When I was in grad school Like I had some friends who were in that field And I remember describing like the white hair That I was growing at one point Which is interesting because it's like some of it's there Some of it's still not But I was growing white hair in the place of like my regrowth And it was really thick and luscious Nice white hair I'm like what's happening But only that patch And of course my molecular friend was like Oh I wonder I wonder what that is And that's how their brain works I'm like yes we need people We need researchers that that are asking these and want to answer them too. Right. Um, so I think all we need to do is just ask the questions. But who do we, h- how do we go about like, yeah, right. putting, You know, is it a, like a little suggestion box somewhere? Right. I <laughs> know, right. Say, hey, Can we, we just like
0: push our information and everything we've learned about the community uh, exactly. and people with loss to the yeah, professional? Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Because I know that there's folks in the field who are obviously like the, the field of research, like you, oh, you yeah. answer one little bit of the question then you move on to the next. But where are those priorities at right now obviously people have to follow the money as well but oh yeah um, right how are these paths being taken so I I know that's that's always so cool that's why I thought right
0: when I found that I'm like there's people out there trying and I'm happy about it <laughs> it's, yes yeah it's uh, slow it's very slow it's but slow it's, but it's there it's, but it's
1: happening you know <laughs> there's people that there. have those curiosities yes that's, that's yeah. what's most important <laughs> Absolutely. I just yeah and I know we've talked about like you know getting a literature review or something out there yeah. as a resource and I'm sure people have already done it maybe I'll like creep around and see yeah. if I can find literature reviews just about of alopecia and find a way to get that out there because you know someone's dissertation or papers may just be sitting in a drawer somewhere or and or nobody's online, looked at also it also mostly right. sitting in a drawer or they're just sitting there and that happens in science a lot yeah. so Finding a way to communicate that I think is super, super important. So if anyone out there has a literature review that they're willing to share. Share um, it. <laughs> share it. Please share it. Please. I, I would love to read it um, uh, and agree. spread the word too.
0: <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah. agree. That would be so interesting to read. So if you do or know of any, email it and then I'll probably post about it and then just let everybody yeah. know that that's out there. Switching gears, entertainment. <laughs> a couple of people have actually opened up about their hair loss. I don't know if you guys will know some of these people. Maybe not. Got some young people, old people. Who knows? So we have Jennifer Grey, who's also baby in Dirty Dancing. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so she has hair loss. Okay. She's alopecia. A Columbus poet named mm-hmm. Ruth Awad. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90 Day Fiancé, if any of you watch that, the person that's on it, Jasmine. And mm-hmm. actress Liza Soberano have all opened up about their hair loss and their experiences with it. I think this helps awareness in a huge way. Not only that, but I also think, I truly do, the the unfortunate Oscar incident that we all Mm -hmm. saw with Jada, I think that helps not only celebrities, but people in the spotlight feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. about opening up Mm -hmm. with hair loss. Because after that happened, people came out of the woodwork. Ashley Tisdale uh-huh. was another one that came out and yep, talked about that's right. alopecia. So it was just like constant people that we've all grown up with talk about hair loss, which I think is important because it's important to see oh people God, yeah. in all walks of life.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that hopefully will like boost up that representation that we were talking about in that, you know, in the other episode. And it just keeps um, spreading. Yeah yeah, hopefully just keep spreading and people aren't as concerned. Of course, I know we've chatted about this even in the previous, previous episode <laughs> that yeah. I was on where <laughs> like, you know, there's a societal issue where people are pressured to look a certain way. And I think if we have more folks coming out about their alopecia, the others will be less concerned and scared Absolutely. to just go out in public as they are.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Because now that I am open about alopecia, I start mm-hmm. seeing more stuff about people talking either about hair loss or whatever it is yeah. one of the weird things that i have noticed this too i don't know if any of you listening have or you have carly if you're on tiktok you probably <laughs> have seen this trend that rosemary oil just rosemary oil treats hair loss or thickens your hair with huh. 205 million searches that's oh. so wild to me 205 million searches For rosemary oil and hair loss, and the countless videos of all these famous people showing before and afters, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that in quotes, right? of Of themselves (laughs) using the ointment to thicken their hair or reserve hair loss, this is an unstoppable growing trend. It's still a thing. Social media users say it's a fail-safe, natural, in quotes again, treatment, (laughs) and some have even been seen (laughs) to treat cradle cap, which I've heard about. And bald spots mm-hmm. on their babies. So people are just out here using rosemary oil for everything. I haven't, really obviously, not. I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't tried it yet, but I thought that was so wild when I saw people starting to do that. So interesting. That's right. So interesting. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just making your hair extra oily. <laughs> right. Well, well, what's funny is when I read this, I was like, okay, I have to do research on this and see if of this course. is even credible. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, So I mm -hmm. did find one thing, not much, but I did find a 2015 study that compared rosemary oil with the established hair loss treatment of minoxidil, the 2% minoxidil, and its effect on alopecia was essentially the same, which I thought was very bizarre.
1: No change after
0: three months, but a significant regrowth after six. But this person also said, it was a dermatologist, they said, bear in mind that this is a statistical significance In real life, you may not notice a dramatic difference. And just like minoxidil, if you stop using it, the hair loss continues. So I thought that was really weird. I was like, whoa, that's so bizarre because it's just its kind of like a natural way. So it wouldn't really be toxic to you, but just bizarre, isn't it? Oh, right, right. That is really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to I'll have to poke into Yeah, see. research that because yeah. don't don't yeah. take anything that we're saying that we Right, that we're of course. With, yeah, I mean, it is interesting assault. to
1: see what what lengths yeah people will go. You know, you don't want it to be like straight snake oil. You're not like oh, oh right. I, you know, are people selling this or you know is I it thought, just
0: bogus? Uh, people profiting off of this. TikTok
1: trend. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. But hey, you know, if it makes you feel better to try it out. Put 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 oil over your head. Sure. (laughs) It smells kind of nice. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought that was so wild. A cool thing, though, Mm -hmm. in regards to statistics, jump to a new topic. Google has seen a 300% increase in searches for scalp health and alopecia in the past year. Just alopecia? Yeah, scalp. Not even just scalp health. Because scalp health, yeah.
1: I'm like, okay. Sure. It's the alopecia itself. That's interesting. Well, I, th- I wonder I what think, sparked it.
0: I think it was the Oscar incident. I think oh, that's why people just okay. started to Google it and see I what was see. yeah. I got gotcha. you. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I guess that was a year of a, a little hair. over a year ago. Right. Oh, right. But that it was still about, has continued. Right. Yeah. It's still yeah, a topic yeah. of conversation, which I think is interesting. Wow. Um, right. Real, yeah. Real wild. I know. And then the second thing about statistics, which I thought was pretty wild, is according to a new market research report published by Global Market Estimates, the global alopecia market. Is projected to grow by 9.6% from 2023 to 2028. The growth of the alopecia market is primarily driven by the rising incidence of alopecia, advancements in treatment options, greater awareness and information accessibility, evolving lifestyle and beauty norms, technological mm-hmm. progress, and the growing geriatric population. Oh, yeah. That's kind of like a big jump. I feel like that's important too. If people know about alopecia, then they'll be nicer to people in school and be nicer to people in general.
1: Right, right. Yeah. And it's interesting that, you know, awareness is helping bump that up too. And it makes sense. It makes total sense. Like hopefully that's just an exponential growth at that point. On the flip side, hopefully, you know, it doesn't become like a predatory thing where people are Agreed. targeted. I guess for a long time, I hesitate to post anything related to my alopecia because I get spam from like hair growth products, stuff on my Instagram. And I just The amount of times you have to
0: block and delete.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Like blocking, deleting, yeah, just, just deleting messages and comments, everything. It's like, it's pretty wild. But knowing that that awareness is working, is pretty great too. Yeah, to I, I totally agree.
0: I haven't researched alopecia in a really long time, so I was just blown away by all of this mm-hmm. when I was reading through it. The last part of all the updates is Congress. So, obviously, we all know Ayanna mm-hmm. Presley. She is a fellow alopecian mm-hmm. and a congresswoman, but alongside two representatives, Bonnie Coleman of New Jersey and Jennifer McClellan, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming from Virginia, they introduced the recognition of traction alopecia in service women of 2023, which has to do with military grooming standards and ensuring service members can meet their occupational demands, including neatly groomed hair. Adherence to grooming standards can be more complex for service women because of the variances in length, texture, and bulk of their hair. The use of high tight ponytails, headgear mm-hmm. and chemical hair products employed by many service women to adhere to military grooming standards contributes to permanent damage to their hair and scalp and a lot head traction alopecia Oh my god! right you don't even think about stuff like that you know what i
1: mean I, right and it's surprising to me because like why does the standard even exist here right like it blows me away that there's a standard that your hair has to be cemented to your head And also, once again, everyone's hair texture is completely different. different. So one person's routine is going to be drastically different than another person's routine. But also, like you're serving the military, you're not. I don't understand the importance of having your hair Mm stuck to your head Uh, for that. As long as it's out, I mean, if it's out of the way for whatever task you're performing, sure. uh, All right, got it. But the standards
0: they have to meet is wild. They are wild. Yeah,
1: it's like super taut, right? And like, which
0: causes traction alopecia. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Which I thought was so interesting because I would have never thought about that. If I didn't research yeah. all of this, I would have never yeah. thought about something like that. So for, wow. you know, Congresswomen to be fighting for stuff like that is so cool. Yeah. Obviously, everybody knows about the Selector Crown Act, too, that Ayanna Presley does. And that she had a, an event for the second year and she gave away 200 custom wigs for women and children. Experiencing hair loss from chemotherapy and alopecia, so she's just a rock star. She's just she's a rock star. Doing so much for people with alopecia out there, she truly is. I love seeing her updates and her on the stand and talking with her bald head. It just it's happy to see people like that. But yeah, that's all the information I have, (laughs) and we have six (laughs) minutes left. So that was like perfect timing.
1: (laughs) That is perfect timing. That's great, awesome.
0: I know. Um,
1: Um, Do you have anything else you
0: want to touch on for the last couple of minutes? Really? I
1: mean, I think we covered almost everything. I do want to make a little note about just alopecia and art. I know there's a lot yeah. of like alopecia artists out there, whether you're, your topic of your art surrounds alopecia or not, but, um, you know, please share that with us. I, I've i done a little bit of, of art related to alopecia in the past just to kind of translate my thoughts into something, <laughs> like yeah. my emotions into something. And I plan to do a little bit more of that, but I feel like that it also helps people like, Relate to others a lot more, too. Yeah. So, kind of art on know. all
0: the planes it's like background. poetry, yeah. writing, painting, drawing, whatever oh, yeah, it is
1: music as well. Too. Music, absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, I know a couple spying. people actually that I follow on Instagram, so maybe I'll, I, you know, what I'll probably tag them in the episode description. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll do that. The few people that I do know, but yeah, if anybody knows of any alopecia artists, please let us know. We would love to showcase them put them on blast for other people to see because it's so interesting to see stuff like yes. that because I remember when we first met there were a couple people in our support group that we were in that did alopecia mm-hmm. art it was yeah. incredible yeah so I'm, I'm all about that I would love to see more people that utilize art with alopecia that would be that would be really cool yeah yeah we gotta start a group
1: <laughs> we gotta, I know right we gotta start some sort of group that would be I so cool I remember getting some art out there years ago with a forum and no one else had been doing it at the time, but also the community wasn't as tight as it is now. So I feel sure. like if we get it out there for art, music, poetry, all of it, like we, right. we need to like create a community. So um, if you're out there.
0: I have a list in my head, but I have to remember. Yes. So in the episode description after this, when I'm editing, I'll find some people and Perfect. I'll link their stuff so people can yeah. look at their Instagrams and stuff. That sounds great. Yeah. Cool. This was an awesome yeah, episode. This is fun. Um, thank you so much for joining. Appreciate yeah, it. It's fabulous. always yeah, it's always fun to talk to someone. So I'm not just talking to the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys know what to do. If you want to get a hold of those bald chicks, you can email the show at those ballchicks at gmail.com or send a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need is in the direct me. And you'll also find all of the links to everything that I have talked about today in regards to the treatment that we talked about, the research, everything. I have everything listed here, so I'll put that all there so you can do your own reading on your own time. But thanks so much, Carly. Yeah, thanks, Paige. (laughs) I loved it. It was such a great conversation.
1: Yeah, it was wonderful. Thank you so much again. (laughs) Of
0: course. Until next time, ball peck out.